welcome everybody to the Magic Beans podcast. We are back again for episode number 43, continuing our Evergreen series. Tonight, myself, Cracker and Chewy get together to discuss a topic that we hope you will like. But before we get into that, we want to be sure that you go and check out our sponsors, Josh and Pat's MTG Bazaar. Go and search them out on Facebook and you will find an awesome site where they run daily auctions and you can pick yourself up some absolute bargains. So go and check them out, search them up and let them know that we sent you. Now, on with the episode. Enjoy. So we thought we'd have a bit of a chat about... A topic that uh, has probably affected most Magic players, I reckon, over over their time of playing, and it's almost definitely affected the guys that we've got on here tonight. Multiple times this week. (laughs) That is dealing with tilt. So, Chewy, what? What is tilt? This is a this is a phrase that you know if you've ever spoken to Magic players or you've listened to any podcasts, you've probably heard of tilt. Yeah, I, I think the, the origin of the word harkens back to something to do with a pinball machine. I won't go into it, but I think it's uh, to do with oh, that. Yeah, yeah, it does too. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep that's true. Uh, but uh, you tilt when you uh, something happens, there's an event within uh, a game of Magic where you, you know, it might be, you know, your opponent had a Luxac top deck or you draw seven lands in a row or you make a mistake and uh, that snapshot in time affects you moving forward. So the the example is, you know, uh, I needed them to not draw the la- the fourth shark typhoon in um, in the third consecutive match, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and of course the one draw step that they had they they drew it, and I lost because of that, and my opponent Luxact, and you know my mindset and my uh, my attention to the game and my my general attitude was affected by by that event or, or series of events and you know we, we see that happen in uh, you know whether you're just you know playing some matches on ladder on arena or you're playing in a, a larger event having having something adverse um, happen to you uh, within a magic context and you carrying that forward into other games and other matches and that negatively impacting your your experience and your play throughout the, yeah. the rest of that day, right? I think that sums it up. Yeah, I think that's like that sort of last statement you sort of gave there is the real crux of tilt. It's It doesn't mean that you're leaning over or you're sitting funny in your chair or something like that. It's that something has happened, whether it's your fault, your opponent's fault, or just you know something you've perceived, and it has a lasting effect on the way you play your games. And that's that's tilt in, in in a nutshell. It's something's happened, right or wrong, but it affects you in some way. And for me personally, I, I find I I don't think I tilt very often. I think I can generally, you know, just just put it down to I'm just I'm playing magic, so I'm having fun. But I have definitely had scenarios where I know I have, you know, I've I've made a silly misplay and and that's affected me. Chewy, I know I've definitely seen you tilt. Uh, yeah. Over, over the years when we we've been playing crack cracker, not so much. I, I don't. I mean, we haven't played enough tournaments together to really uh, sort of have that experience. I don't. I don't know how you find a cracker from your point of view. Um, I'm pretty good with my 
emotional in, regulation. In there. I'm, I'm yeah, pretty I'm, pre- good. I'm pretty good. Uh, I have no need to tilt because I never lose. No, uh, I, I'm pretty careful with um, with that kind of stuff. But it certainly has happened, right? I can even think of a fairly recent example playing in the Arena Open event, and I don't even remember the specifics of the game, but I remember that. I I was in a really good position to win and I just needed like one card or my opponent to fade like a single draw step, right? For multiple turns. Not not even like I needed them to fade one draw step. It was like I was fine. I needed, I had like, I was playing cycling. So I had probably like 13 looks for like a Zenith Flare or something like that and just couldn't find it. And I had played the game really well up to that point. And I just, I tilted and I was, I was just really, really, I was angry. Like I, I, I work really hard not to get angry. Because, you know, it's not good. <laughs> and um, I remember, like, losing and being mad and conceding and then, like, immediately smashing play to play the next game. And I, I stopped myself because I was like, this is just terrible. Like, what what am I doing here? Like, that's not going to be good. And I remember, like, quitting. Like, I cancelled before my next match paired up. And I, I was like, all right, I'm not having fun. This is not what I play this game for. Like, I don't want to be in this state where I'm angry. And I remember... Like, I was even with my daughter, which made it worse. And so, I was like, all right, well, look, you play, right? Like, you you can- you, you play and we'll, we'll just- I'll, I don't care about this. I'll do it later. And so, like, that's one of the times that I can think of recently where I've tilted and that's kind of why. But in paper, in person, almost never. Okay. There's a couple of things you've said there that have highlighted uh, some differences between the two of you and, and, and myself. I- I, th- I think it's not too much of a generalization to say that I am a more heart on my sleeve personality than, <laughs> than both of you. Uh, do, yes. I think we all agree on that as a statement. Sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Um, you, you guys are a, a little more reserved with your, um, you know, your, your feelings and, and your personal um, you know, things that are close to you where I'm, you know, I could be accused of oversharing at times <laughs> and uh, I, I operate on, 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 on emotion more than than you guys your logical side of your brain is a uh, a, a more of a, 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 a is stronger than your emotional side what are these emotion things you speak of <laughs> exactly exactly so uh episode six of the podcast where shorty had robot voice that was actually just the filter was off it was just actually that's actually shorty yeah. but yeah i i am a more you know i'm i'm i am a more emotional person and i think uh, that for me personally, and I'm not making a generalization to, about the magic community here, but for me, being a more emotional person, I, I think that predisposes me to tilting more often. And, and it is one of the challenges that I have. So, you know, to throw in my own example, the last uh, paper PTQ, the one that we, that Isaac won, we interviewed him a, a few episodes ago. I was not feeling well, you know. I was, I was, um, you know, had a bit of a, had a bit of a, a man, man cold, if you like, and I wasn't at the top of my game, and I was having some, uh, you know, some situations in the game where I'm like, I really should have won that, and I didn't because I, I'm, I'm not well, and I started to tilt because of that, and I, you know, I dropped from the event because I was like, I'm not having fun right and similar to your example cracker where you just stop playing i i did that but the the paper in person version and it's a um it's something that you know you have to be aware of and it's something that i've learned over time in the game 
well, actually what I've learned is to go, okay, I need to walk away from it now. Um, I'm still learning on how to actually recognize it early enough to stop the tilt happening. <laughs> yeah, and that's that, that's one of the keys. So I guess yeah. probably the first thing to look at, we've sort of given a bit of an idea of what tilt is. You know, you're letting your emotions, I guess, get the better of you is, is sort of one way to look at it. I guess the first part is, you know, what what are the things that cause you to tilt or, you know, whether it's you specifically or, uh, you know, people you've seen. So for me, the the thing that causes me to tilt the most is is generally my misplays. It's when, you know, I'm in a good position in a game and I just completely forget to do something, as as chewy as you've seen <laughs> seen me do plenty of times. We've all done that. <laughs> now, yeah. Now we get to do it on stream, and people can uh, can <laughs> do, put the punt counter going. But you know, you you pass your turn, and you go, ah, oh, you know, I uh, I think actually at that same PTQ that we played, Chewie, I shocked a land in, took the two damage, intending on doing something, and did something else, and then just passed the turn. And then as soon as I'd passed the turn, went, oh. I, you know, had this whole plan and I've just completely messed it up. <laughs> and that's the sort of thing that I find puts me off my game. And, and then for the rest of that game, that's what I'm thinking about. I don't tend, I, I, I feel like I don't tilt from the variant side of the game, which is one of the, uh, the most common causes of tilt, which is like Chewie said in sort of your first example of, you know, your opponent needs to draw this specific card and they do, or you get mana flooded or mana screwed, that sort of stuff. I think I'm okay with that sort of thing. But, you know, as you said, Chewie, you've seen that affect you as well. What what other ways do we see tilt sort of come into play or the causes of it? Um, there can be player interaction, I, I think can be be a cause of it. If, uh, if a player is uh, ungracious in victory or defeat, uh, that can that can impact players in, in that sense so that can really um, have that uh, negative effect and, and sort of you know in a, in a sense ruin somebody's day what if your opponent when you give them your deck to cut they cast a spell on it <laughs> to, to curse it. <laughs> they, they hex it yeah yeah I guess that, that is something yeah as, as we've seen here in Melbourne there, there is there is um, probably the most tilting thing and and any player that does this should be like life banned from all Wizards tournaments is, is playing their lands above their creatures. Um, that's pretty tilting. <laughs> or uh, uh, people that, you know, tap their lands in different directions. You know, I'll tap this this land clockwise and this land anti-clockwise. No, I, I do that all the time. Yeah, that's uh, that, that's infuriating. <laughs> I also play whiteboard at Chivin Reef, so I know that's tilting for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, more tilting for Chris, but, yeah, it's tilting enough for me as well. It's... Uh, yeah, every time I draw my Shivan Reef, I go, look at that with its nice black border. It's great. <laughs> it looks 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 so much better. Uh, but it's um, yeah, the, and I guess every, I guess what my point is, I suppose, is every single person will have different things that tilt them. Like, so I might be more predisposed to 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 tilting, uh, but that doesn't mean that others, you know, never tilt. Right? Even even the best players in the world can um, can can have tilt, but I guess it's a real skill in magic and that's what we're trying to here to talk about and and you know this is being part of the evergreen series is something that you know people should be able to look back on and 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 hopefully uh reflect on in in their own game uh or their own experiences is yeah sort of understanding what makes you tilt and trying to implement things that uh that address that so 
you know, some people mm. are tilted by, you know, their, their opponent's lack of hygiene or <laughs> their opponent's, <laughs> um, you know, just general attitude towards them for, you know, a myriad of, of, of reasons that we, you know, won't go into. Uh, it might be that, you know, you've got the fourth, you know, bad matchup in a row. I've got mono red cavalcade again. Um, my deck crushes every other deck in the room except for this. Why do I get paired against this? That that sort of thing is tilting. So that yeah, ev- every person has different things. There's a spectrum, I guess, a, a range which which affects us and, and, and tilts us. Uh, we see it in and I guess the examples we've been giving here in a competitive sense. But you know, players can get tilted in in casual commander games where. Players go. Oh, it looks like you. Bajuka bog you repeatedly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Just, just, just <laughs> consistently attack you. It's like, oh, you won the last game, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Even though you're playing a different deck now, <laughs> I'm just gonna send all my things at you. Or newer players, I guess, less experienced players can be tilted by, you know, a series of counter spells um, and and things like that. So it doesn't matter what format you're playing and what level you're playing at. Uh, tilt is, is really a thing that that is is part of our game uh, because you know the human element of our game is uh, such a big part of it. So you know tilt is one of the uh, one of the components there. And I think if you can learn to deal with tilt, learn to recognize it, learn to move past it, and um, you know accept certain things and um, put them behind you, put the past in the past, which sounds really easy to say. Uh, I think, you know, you will not only, you know, enjoy the game more, but you'll potentially win more games of Magic. So if you're playing the game for enjoyment, you'll enjoy it more. But if you're playing the game for the competitive aspect of it as well, I think you'll win more if you have some mechanisms to deal. Yeah. So I guess the next part of that is how do you identify that you are either already tilted or are getting tilted or about to become tilted. So Cracker, you said before you, you know, you had that, that game on arena mm-hmm. and, you know, straight away it was like, oh, you know, oh, that sucks. I'm, I'm bang. I'm going to hit play straight away, start playing another game. Yep. But you had that recognition of, hang on, I'm not in the right mindset to be playing this game. I need to stop now. That takes a fair bit of self-awareness to, you know, realize that, that that's the, the state that you're in. How are we, how are our listeners going to learn to be able to recognize those signs? That's, that's tough because it does manifest differently for everybody. And I think there's, f- m- myself like you, Shorty, I, I tend to get most annoyed with the game or most likely to be on tilt is when I feel like I've made a series of really stupid mistakes and I just get like, you're an idiot. Like, why would you do that? That's such a stupid thing to do. And it's kind of I the internal- I know I'm better mo- than that, right? That's, that's, yeah, it's, that's the, it's what it is. It's the internal yeah. monologue that you have, right, that I think you need to listen to. For, for me, that's that's how I, I know what's going on is is I kind of listen to, to, you know, what's going through my head. And it's like, right, well, I mean, if I'm just like, if I get, you know, angry, then that's pretty obvious that you're, you're angry. Right? If, you, if you're paying any attention, <laughs> then- at that point, it's probably a good time to stop. But it's it's kind of knowing that I think that the thing that it, the magic induces this the most, and obviously the term tilt comes a lot from poker as well, is that there is variance in the game, right? And there are, there are elements out of your control, which is fantastic and frustrating at the same time. 
And so it's it's one of those things where you have to be able to identify like different components of the game where you can look at them reflectively and positively, like you were saying in your example, Shorty, where, you know, you shocked in a land to make a play and then you didn't. And you can fixate on that as a problem in your mind and just go, oh, I can't believe I did that. I should have done this. And like, now this is just all throwing everything out. Or you can kind of identify and go, oh, I should have done that was a really big mistake. And then go, okay, how do I recover from here? And it's difficult. Like getting over tilt is is one of the things that is really challenging and really worth trying to do. Uh, and it's different in the scenario that that you're in, right? Like if you're, like you said, at a, at a tournament, you're in a pizza queue or something like that. You don't, you can't just stop. I mean, you can, you can do what Chewie did and just drop, right? But if you want to continue, then you need to be able to, to compartmentalize it and and kind of have some techniques within yourself to kind of regain your composure. And I think that's, that's really different for everyone. For me, it's like a matter of taking some, you know, a couple of deep breaths and going, okay, that was dumb. Let's move on. And what can I do from here? And trying to then like looking at the plan moving forwards and, and knowing that, you know, if I want to come back to it and beat myself up over it later, then that, that's fine. I can do that later. But, you know, that doesn't help me moving forwards and chaining mistakes together because I'm just annoyed at myself for doing a stupid thing just makes it worse. Uh, the chaining mistakes is a, an interesting one there. But I, I think I, I'm being a little bit self-reflective here and I think I'm a... Um I think I'm a good case study actually for this topic because uh, I I am both you know predisposed to tilt as we just talked through, but I'm I'm also a bit stubborn, right? So in your example, <laughs> Cracker, where you hit the play button and just got into the next match, I I think you know seven or eight times out of ten I wouldn't have hit cancel and I would have just gone on with it and. I then become pretty results orientated. So I guess my takeaway from from this cast is is to walk away at that point, is to take a break at that point, and and to uh, you know give yourself that space to process it, get over it, and then and then start again. And that's not always possible uh, at you know large in person you know timed round events. So it's a um, that's a challenge, absolutely, and, and, and a real skill. Um, but there is few things more tilting than making the same mistake more than once. But on the flip side of that, what I think would be a really useful thing for people to do is, um, so to, to use Shorty's example of, of, you know, shocking in a blood crypt, right? Or whatever land it was. When you're in that situation in a match, you know, the next round, the next week, the next month, the next year, Playing that turn differently, not taking that two damage and going, I learned my lesson, right? So uh, recognizing those moments being, and th- there's a lot that goes on in a in a game of magic. And in that specific example, Shorty, the deck you were playing had a lot of triggers. Um, but <laughs> it's a, a thing that I think it's important to look at retrospectively and part of our learning because it's okay to make mistakes in magic and, and it's okay to take some time to dwell on those mistakes where this cast isn't about, you know, suck it up, princess, move on. This is about, you know, a a learning. So I am sure, Shorty, whenever you have the option now to shock in a land, you give it just a a nanosecond more thought than you you did before that point, right? Yeah, it's it's probably pretty likely. Pretty likely or not likely? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So... (laughs) I guess 
when you make a mistake, there'll be, you know, that initial reaction of you idiot, as, as, as Cracker said, and, you know, like I, I you know, I, I should be better than this. That's okay. That, and, and it's okay to make those mistakes. It's okay to feel that way. Uh, I guess the important thing is to, to, to learn from it, and, you know, in the long run. And, and, and this doesn't help us in our, you know, the rest of that game. Uh, I'm kind of jumping ahead a little, but, you know, that's what makes us good at magic. You know, people that play games of magic have played a lot of games of magic, you know, people that are good at the game. So uh, that's because they've learned a lot. They've learned those little things in those situations and they've got that experience to, to draw on. But, yeah, recognizing it within yourself, uh, what makes what makes you tilt, recognizing it before it happens, recognizing it as it's happened, some mechanisms to to deal with that and then to learn from it. So there's a, le- there's a lot here, right? There's a, there's a lot to unpack. So There's a lot, a lot of components to it. It's, it's not a quick thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think, uh, you know, you, you're going to have those obvious moments when you know, yeah, like, like you said, you make that mistake and you can... Every, in Magic, you're, you're constantly planning ahead or if you're wanting to be a good player, you should be constantly planning ahead for what you're doing. And, you know, you, you lay out these plans and then you do something silly like I did and you completely go against your plan. That's the moment that you need to recognize that, okay, I've done something wrong, obvious. Now is the point where I have two paths that I can take. I can dwell on that problem or the, that mistake that I made and that is me tilting. I'm going to go down the tilt path or I can move beyond that, come up with a new plan and think about that mistake that I made later. And I think that's that's where you're going to see those pretty easy opportunities to identify where you may be uh, either about to tilt or starting to tilt. Where it's probably not as easy to identify is those sort of long, drawn-out, built-up ones where you get, like Chewie said, you know, you get three bad matchups in a row or... You know, you, you lose every dice roll and, you you know, you're in round five of an, of an event and you haven't won the dice roll once and you've lost all your games and you, you're blaming it on the dice roll. That is tilting, but that is built up over time or, or getting constantly mana flooded or mana screwed and those sorts of things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That leads you down the down the path of tilting and it's just a, it's a compounding issue. It builds up and, then, you know, you, you have, you're playing round five and you lost the dice roll again and you got your bad matchup again. You're going and going to go into round six with that mindset already of I'm going to lose the dice roll. I'm probably going to play against mono red again. This sucks. You sit down against your opponent. You roll the dice. I lost again. Uh, okay, you're already off on a bad foot, and they play a mountain straight away. You're going ah, oh, this sucks. No, I'm done. This you know I'm 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 not going to win. The reality is you have every opportunity to win that game, and what's happened in the previous five rounds leading up to that point have zero impact on that game. They actually, they probably do have an impact, but they have an impact in a way that you've just played that matchup three times. <laughs> so now you should have some good ideas of how to beat it. <laughs> so you, you're actually probably in a better spot. I think uh, something that does work for me, and this sounds really easy when we when we say this, and, and it, but it is difficult when you're in that moment. But what, what a mechanism that I try to do, a strategy I try to employ... Uh, when I feel myself tilting, if, if I manage to catch myself, is I go back to the absolute base fundamentals of the game. So I go, I'm, I'm struggling. I'm, I'm tilting my, 
the experiences or the, the randomness or the whatever it is that's tilting me is affecting me, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go back to untap and I'm going to untap my lands and I'm going to sequence them and I'm going to go, this is how many of this color manner I've got. This is how many of that color manner I've got. I'm going to pay attention to those really minor things and then I'm going to go, okay, upkeep. Okay, that's this is my upkeep triggers. Okay, draw. And and I go back to that 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 turn-based that that fundamentals of the game and and you know, if you're thinking about it in a um, you know, an analogy I can think of is, you know, if you're playing uh cricket or if you're playing baseball for our um uh US friends or uh you're a, you're a kicker in um in in you're, you're kicking a ball in whatever ball sport, right? Um, you're going to have times where you know you're you're hitting or kicking the ball really well, and times where you're not. And when you're not, the best way to get back in in form, if you like, is to go back to your routine and and go back to your fundamentals. So if if you know you're the ball is running in or the the pitch is on the mound, uh, or you've got the the you know you're about to get the snap and 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 punt the ball downfield or whatever it might be, that is the most important thing to you right now. If you just focus on that and that becomes the, abs- you know, with everything that you've got, and this, it sounds easier than it is, but that gets you through that. And then you go on to the next phase and then the next turn and then the next game. And uh, there's enough going on in a game of magic that you should be able to put the outside influences that are causing tilt Away, because if you focus on the complexity of the game and and the interactions within it, uh, that well that works for me, you know, a lot of the time at least. Um, so that's that's a suggestion I can make. Cracker, you know, when you see yourself tilt, you know, you said you know maybe I'll just have a break from the game for a, a an hour or so. Is there any mm-hmm. other thing that you that you would employ in, in that sense? You know, changing decks or anything that. Uh, when you feel yourself about to tilt, if you if you manage to catch yourself early, what mechanisms would you employ? Yeah, so like I said, it depends very much on the scenario that I'm in. So, but if I'm playing like arena at home and I'm trying to get to the next rank, right, of, of ladder, and you kind of just get fixated on that goal, and anything that falls short of that is for me is frustrating because I have I have something that I, I care about, right? Like I'm trying to, to rank up. And, you know, you get really close and then you take a couple of losses and it's it's annoying. And that's where Shorty was talking about, like, perhaps it's not any one singular event, but it can be like a compounding thing. So, it's it's either a matter- f- For me, it's- I can kind of just close my eyes, take a couple of deep breaths and reset. Like, a, that, that works for me. Like, I can just kind of relax, you know, bring my heart rate down a little bit, realize that, you know, this isn't going to help being- feeling this way or, or with this mindset and focusing on this. And if if that doesn't work, then yeah, absolutely. Like recently, I was just grinding some ladder and I I was playing I was playing some historic, right? And I went, oh, I'm just going to, I'm going to play some mono blue because it's fun and I enjoy it. Got just ranched. Like, you know, absolutely not even close for a bunch of games in a row. I was like, all right, forget this. I'm just going to throw, you know, lightning bolt to people's faces and so i queued up with mono red and got ranched again just like i was like oh man if i'd had this with <laughs> like the mono blue i would have crushed them and then if i had been playing mono red with it you know like you just get, you get the bad matchup lottery right and then i was i've been playing for like an hour and i was just annoyed i was really angry and i was like well this isn't why i want to play 
magic. I don't do this to feel this way. And I ended up queuing into like one of the arena casual event things where it was just some crazy thing they'd put up where you could pre-construct a decks and it had like 17 copies of a particular spell because there was no limit on it. And I had fun. I had a great time. And I was like, all right, this is why I want to play magic. So yeah, absolutely. Like changing it up or if, if that doesn't work, just put it down. It's a ga- It's a game, right? Like I play magic because I love it and it's fun. And if I get to the state where I'm not having fun, then why am I doing it? Why do I want to put myself in a position where I'm not enjoying it? You've reminded me of, uh, and it's an example I have given before, of when I was, you know, initially like heavily invested in Magic. I was playing multiple tournaments a week. I was traveling to every GP or PTQ I could get to. And, and I was focused on the real competitive side of the game, right? And then, you know, I I started to play Magic at the expense of other aspects of my life. And because I knew I was making those sacrifices for the game, uh, when I didn't do well in tournaments, I, I found myself tilting quite quickly. And, you know, and it was how heavily invested I was in the game was directly proportionate to how easily and how far I tilted. Getting back to Magic is a game that's really fun that you play with people that you enjoy spending time with. It, and, you know, and that's why I love, you know, I love a cube. Uh, I, I like drafting. I like, I've discovered Commander more recently. It's, I love the competitive aspect. Um, you know, the competitive aspect draws me into the game. I, I love winning, but I also just love playing the game. And I guess, you know, if I'm in that tournament perspective where I'm, I'm, I'm tilting mid-tournament, let's get back to the game fundamentals. But for the slower burn thing where it's like, I just can't get out of platinum or whatever it is, uh, yeah, change it up. You know, play play one of the, you know, more casual events. You know, tee up a game of Commander, you know, over Skype or however we do it nowadays. And, uh, you know, continue to play the game, continue to play to the best of your ability, but uh, get back to the fact that it's a fun game. Don't lose sight of that. That's that is probably the you know after we've talked through this for half an hour, that would be the the biggest piece of advice I would give to people is you know it's a game and yes yeah. it's a competitive game and we're invested in it and we want to play it well and we want to win but at its core it's a really really fun and challenging and rewarding game and if we don't lose sight of that I, I think we will be less less predisposed to tilting. Yeah, I think I think a lot of it can come down to what your goal is at the time that you're playing, you know, that that specific game. So if you've, you know, for us with with families, we plan ahead 2 months in advance to go out on a Saturday to play in a PTQ or something like that and we drive all the way across the other side of Melbourne. We're going there because we want to win. That's that's the whole reason. We're not going there just to have some fun and play magic. So when though you get hit by the variant stick or things go slightly wrong or you make those silly mistakes, you've just ruined your day that you've had planned for for two months and that, that can make it very easy to tilt because that's the mindset that you're going in. You're going in there in there to win and you get the same thing on the ladder on Arena and, and Cracker, you sort of mentioned at the start that and before the cast that you find you tilt much more playing ladder on Arena than you ever do in in paper and in playing in person 
and it's because you have that constant goal that you're trying to get to. You're trying to get to the next tier. You know, you're trying to get out of gold and into platinum. And then when you're finally in platinum, you're trying to get into diamond. And then you're finally trying to get whatever's after that. Mythic. <laughs> I would I don't, know. I don't know. I've never, yeah. never been there. <laughs> but you've got that constant, I need to hit this mark. You know, I, I need to get to this point. And, and when you go on those losing streaks that happen, it sucks. Um, I remember it was probably a year ago now, most likely, but trying to grind up in the ladder and doing really well. You know, you go on the win streak, you know, you get the get the 10, 15 game win streak, at, but then you get the, the 10 game losing streak. And overall, your win percentage is really good. You know, you've got a win percentage of 57 to 65% sort of thing when you, when you actually average it out, which is really good. But you're fixated on the, I just lost five games in a row, I'm dropping down the ladder and that sort of stuff. So they can be very tilt-causing because you're trying to force yourself to hit these goals. And that's where, like like Chewie just said, it's it's a good idea to have a break, find something else to do, find a, a different queue to play in, go and do something casual, whatever, um, just to sort of separate yourself from that. But I think sort of, uh, I guess, to sort of put a bow on, on all of this... Um, the way you deal with tilt is by trying to forget about what's happened. You know, like, like I said a little bit earlier, you're you're playing Magic, you've got a plan in your game, you're trying to, to enact that plan to win your game, and there's going to be things that are going to crop up that are going to go against that plan and stop you from, from putting that plan into place, and that can be the variance of, of flooding out and, and drawing 10 lands in a row, or it could be the, the play mistake you make or something your opponent does or whatever. Once that's done... It's done. There's nothing you can do about that. You drew a land for the turn again, well, too bad. You've got that land in your hand now. There's nothing you can do about it. Allowing that to affect you going forward is not good for you and is not going to help you win your game. But if you can say, okay, well, that's done. I've got another card I'm going to draw next turn. I just continue on with my game. I amend my plan. I change what I'm doing. And you shut off what's happened in the past and you and you forget about it. You can go back then later after the game is finished or after the tournament or whatever and, and kind of debrief yourself on, on uh, what happened in the tournament, but stopping yourself from allowing those things to play on your mind and continue on your mind is going to help you deal with, with tilt. And in a tournament setting where you're playing rounds back to back to back to back, you don't have that opportunity often to have a break and go and do something different and and separate yourself from the game so you're going to need to learn to be able to shut off from what's happened but when you're playing at home when you're playing with friends whatever you've got that opportunity to have a break completely forget about it and then come back with a with a fresh fresh start so that's the way I sort of find that I have to deal with tilt especially in a tournament setting if if I make that play mistake I need to just go okay I've done it it's done now I'm an idiot but move on and and that's what works for me so it's because it comes from a place of passion right we all want to do well and we all love the game and all of the stuff we're talking about is all self-induced right it is all self-imposed pressure that exacerbates and highlights these problems if you you think about when we're talking about when these things occur it's when you're you've got a specific goal that you're trying to achieve and i've heard a bunch of like pro players and things and when they talk about the fact, not that they don't care, but they put no expectations on themselves. If there's no pressure to do well, then you tend to do well because you can just focus on 
on your fundamentals and, and kind of do that. So, like, bit of self-care here, you know, like, f- forgive yourself, I guess, to some degree, right? Like, don't f- – the, the pressure is is only in your own mind and it, it's a game. So, like, if it's not fun, don't do it. Yeah, keep magic fun <laughs> is, is it, I think, the common thread here, right? Keep Keep magic fun. Yep. No, mo- most of the games you're playing in Magic, you're not playing for sheep stations or uh, anything, <laughs> anything major. So, correct. Yeah, keep keep that little bit of perspective. That's going to go going to go a long way to your enjoyment in the game and stopping you from from tilting. So, I think that's going to do us on this topic. We we've sort of covered yeah what what tilt is, how you can identify it, and a, and a few ways that we've found that help us to deal with it. Uh, hopefully you can take something from that and put it into practice in your games and yeah try and try and recognize when you're in those scenarios and even if you think about it you know after the fact when you get home after a tournament or after you've played an event or something like that look back on your tournament and reflect and go okay was was there any point in that tournament where I've messed myself up because I was stuck on something that I didn't need to be stuck on uh, and then yeah try and identify that and and rectify that for for your next tournament or try and identify it before you uh you get in that mindset so it uh, it has any effect on you so yeah that'll that'll do us we'll uh we'll wrap up so yeah come and uh come and join us in our discord if you're not already in there you can find the link for that in our show notes uh on the podcast uh go and check out our sponsors josh and pat's mtg bazaar on facebook they run auctions every weeknight with premium auctions on the weekends so go and check them out just search for josh and pat's bazaar uh you can find us on twitter facebook youtube twitch all those places just search for magic beans cast we'd love it if you came and found us there and gave us a follow so you know when all our content is coming out if you want to find me i am at peace inc on twitter chewy you are at chewy mtg and cracker at Joel Hill underscore. Very good. So that's going to do us. Take care of yourself out there. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye.